Hello and welcome to the Illinois Association of Park Districts Parkcast. I'm Wayne Everback, Director of Communications, Digital Content, and today I'm joined by Bobby Collins, the Director of Recreation and Facilities at the Glencoe Park District, to talk a little bit about his agency's incredible Watts Ice Rink. Uh, thanks for taking some time to talk with me, Bobby. Sure, thanks for having me. Now, before we dive into talking about this ice rink, I was wondering if maybe you could just give me a little overview of, of what is the Glencoe Park District? Sure, so we're, um, we're a community on the North Shore of Chicago. We're about 20 miles from downtown. Uh, we've just over 100 acres. Um, we've got a beautiful um, facility called the Take-Up Center, which is our main recreation center in town. It's an 85,000 square foot facility. We have two beaches, a swimming beach and a boating beach. We have an outdoor ice rink um, and we have a very large preschool. Um, and then we obviously have some pretty amazing parks too. Uh, we just put in um, Duke Park, which is uh, which has kind of got a lot of uh, notoriety recently where we put in a water feature, a trackless train, and it's connected to uh, a new linear park that we just put in over the last two years. All right, excellent. Now. Uh... Now let's talk about that ice rink a little bit. Uh, how sure. long has the Watts Ice Rink been a part of the uh, community? You know, so Glencoe was quite a tradition with, with uh, skating. So back when we incorporated the park district, there actually was a lot of skating in 1914, used to flood fields. Uh, the community though, in the seventies decided that they wanted to add a refrigerated system. So we're actually up on 50 years this year um, since we added the refrigeration to Watts, which was our original rec center in town. So 1972, they completed the renovation and added um, underground refrigeration to the facility. Now, uh, what are some of the activities that it offers residents? So it's, it's an interesting facility because it's unlike many other ice rinks. We're very heavy on community um, engagement and community skating. So about a third of the time that it's open is for public skate. And about a third of the time is for public hockey. And then about a third of the time is for rentals. So really our focus is, is to get as many residents and, and members of the community out skating uh, in afternoons, on, on weekends, in family skates. Um, and we try to purposely not do as many private rentals and have it as a, an amenity and open to as many people as possible. All right. Now, what do you think an ice rink provides to the community? Obviously, it's a unique feature uh, to a community. So what is it do you think that it brings to the table? So Watts, what's special about Watts is it's open for three months a year. So we open after Thanksgiving and we close just at the end of February, depending on the conditions. But really, it's the place where everybody goes in town in the winter, which traditionally, as everyone lives in Chicago knows, um, it's not a fun place to spend a lot of time outdoors. <laughs> But Watts has got this magical feeling of skating when it's cold out and getting a hot chocolate or it's snowing and you're skating or it's, you know, a beautiful starry night and there's music playing and you're skating with your friends. So it really, it is, it's kind of the focal point for the community to come together to recreate in those three months that, that make it tough to live in this area. Now, uh, now speaking of, of those three months, uh, do you see a lot of people that maybe come from outside of the community coming in to check out the ice rink? Does it draw a lot of people outside of just the Glencoe area? We get people from all over the world going to Watts. Um, it's got a very much a sentimental feeling. 
a lot of people who grew up in Glencoe tend to come back and visit the ice rink. And we've had people tell us they've moved back into town purely so that they can come skating and bring their kids to Watts. Um, they remember it as, as children, very fond memories. Um, one of the big traditions we have is we open the day after Thanksgiving, which in Glencoe, many families travel and, and, and come to visit Glencoe. And it's tradition that everybody brings their out-of-town relatives to Watts on that day. We have a, it open to the public for free. Um, and you come and there's a lot of public skate and hockey and really, really fun activities. Um, so you get people from all coasts, even overseas. And it's just really, uh, it's almost like something, something out of a Hallmark movie. Now, uh, you mentioned tradition, but uh, what are some other ways that uh, your, your district works to keep an ice rink relevant, keep it kind of up to date? Are there any particular challenges that come with having an ice rink? Yeah, I, I would say you wouldn't open an ice rink, especially an outdoor ice rink in Chicago Atlanta area to, to generate excess revenue. It's, it's definitely something that our, our tax dollars are subsidizing, um, but, but we, we see it as a really important asset to the community. And about every 20 years, we have to make a multi-million dollar investment in the facilities. So in the early 2000s, we renovated it. Um, and then we, we recently went through a process of engaging the community and asking them about how important the facility is. And 81% said, continued operation is extremely important to this community. So we, we, we did some, some bonding and we also applied for a park grant. And we actually were successful in receiving a, a matching park grant for about $2.5 million. And we're in the process now of renovating the inside of the building to make ADA improvements, um, upgrade some additional programming space, replacing some mechanicals on the ice rink infrastructure, replacing the boards and creating some additional outdoor seating areas to kind of bring the community together, including like a fire pit um, and areas like that. So it, we made significant investments over the years and, and every year with the, the taxpayer does subsidize the operation of the rink. But again, it adds so much value to our residents um, that we really think it, it, it's worth it. Now, you mentioned some of the uses that you've had for it. Uh, can you run back down just the, the split of, of what are the, the main uses of the ice rink again? Yeah, so traditionally on, on weekends, it, it's a lot of public skate. So, you know, four or five hours on a Saturday and Sunday afternoon where you just come with your skates or you rent skates and go out and have fun and meet your friends. We also have a lot of public public hockey. So turn up with a hockey stick and a helmet and pick up games and, and we have a studio rink, which a lot of, lot of the public, public hockey happens on and kids just play and they learn, learn how to play against anyone from five years old up to you know 85 years old. We also have quite a lot of groups in the community. I'm not gonna say hockey leagues because they're really not hockey leagues. They're groups that have been skating together for 20, 30 years. We have a, a women's group called the Mother Puckers on a Sunday night who've been skating for, for 25 years with us. We have a couple of other groups on Tuesdays and Thursdays that have, you know, they, they back since the 70s, they've been skating and it's a tradition. And we went through the, uh, the process of, of this recent re um, renovation and those groups actually reached out to us and said, hey, we want to make some contributions to help fund the improvements so that we can continue to, to use the facilities. So really it's those, 
those three main aspects. But we also, during COVID, realized the importance of the community part on, on like a Friday night. So we started some family skates and we started to bring in some extra elements, whether it's a DJ or a glow night or a movie night. Um, we also expanded our winter carnival. We do this every, every January, it's called Watts Below Zero. And we'll bring in some really cool elements. So over the last number of years, we brought in ice bumper cars. So you can get on the ice in the bumper cars, bump into each other and have a great time out there. We'll do, you know, toss the pup activities. We had, we got snow mounds last year that we did some cool activities. We got horse-drawn carriage. We had a couple thousand people show up for the event. Um, it was really, it, it's normally on the Monday after Mar Martin Luther King weekend. And it draws people from all over uh, Illinois. And uh, we're looking to kind of continue that growth in, in, in the future. Now, do you feel like it only being available for a very few amount of months out of the year makes it something that's like kind of a must, must see or must attend? Do you feel like the rarity of it kind of makes it something that people can't miss? Absolutely. Everybody is really looking forward to that, that Friday after Thanksgiving. And I think if it was year round, it, it probably would lose a little bit of appeal, but because it is seasonal and everybody's so excited about it, you get that energy for the first couple of months. And then I think by the end of this, the, the winter, everybody's had their fill and is okay for the next nine months. <laughs> I was going to, I was going to say, uh, since it is a seasonal thing, uh, you know, I, I would assume that a lot of people know that when it's coming up, they have to get out there. They have to interact with it. They have to take a, take a moment to enjoy it. Uh, you know, a lot of park districts, whenever the, the seasons start to get colder, things kind of get limited as to what you can do outside in a park district. So does it make it a little bit more unique that when those months start to get cold, you guys are ready to go with uh, another outdoor activity? Yeah, and we're, we're lucky because we have the warming house as part of the, the Watts Recreational Center. So they can come in. We have a Keurig machine that they can bring their own hot chocolate. Uh, there's vending machines. It's nice and toasty inside the building. We also added outdoor heaters. So, so there's people wrap up warm and are able to watch some of the hockey games we have later at night. But, but it, it, it also has that break if, if it is, gets too cold that they can, they can go inside, warm up, and then go back out. All right. Well, last but not least, uh, this is what I just like to ask anybody who I'm talking to. Uh, if there is one sentence you had to give for somebody who was curious about coming and checking out this, uh, this ice rink, what would you tell them? I would tell them it's, it's like going back in time and it's an experience that everybody should, should bring their family to. All right. Well, Bobby, thank you so much for taking time out of your day. And uh, IAPD thanks you for, uh, for all the service that you provide to your community. And, and thanks again for just sharing a little bit of insight on the uh, unique features that your uh, park district offers. Sure. Thanks for having me.